podcast time that's right ben for tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you all know my co-host jordan hey jordan adam it's my favorite day of the week <laughs> yes, Record, it is. recording an episode of home and podcast with you how are you oh, doing today man. i'm doing well um it's my second favorite day of the week because i <laughs> you know i like a good old-fashioned friday <laughs> yeah well you're traditional that way sometimes you know we record on fridays and then it, it, it's definitely my favorite day of the did week. you ever did you ever struggle when people would ask you what's your favorite day of the week because it was like friday you know end of the work week saturday you just get a full day off but sometimes mm-hmm. you have obligations yes i don't know um did i struggle with that i would <laughs> never say it was a struggle um <laughs> <laughs> it is. It has some come people up a time have harder lives than other other people. <laughs> hey, here's a question: What's your favorite day, Monday through Thursday? Mm, well, right now it's either Monday or Tuesday, depending on when I have a basketball game. But Ooh. typically, probably it would be like Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, depending on the basketball game. Because, you know, TNT, ESPN, what they got going on. That's always something I tune into. But I think for a lot of people, it's like, you know what, if they're watching The Bachelor or whatever, you know. When your shows are on. Yeah, I don't, I mean, Mm. Monday's always tough as a work day because I feel like you're just (laughs) getting over from the weekend. Well, yeah, I mean. And you're trying to catch up. you got a lot of stuff going on. For me, I have That's Garfield's whole brand, you know. Yeah, right? So... That's tough. I remember in school when Wednesday was short Wednesday. Ooh. I think I still have residual sh- short Wednesday uh, short memories. Wednesday memories. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Wednesdays. Well, you know, you've heard it said Hump Day. You're halfway through the week. That's, That's right. right. So I got to go with Wednesday. I got my uh, got my comedy class on Wednesday. Ooh, uh, how's and- that been going? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. This <laughs> semester. <laughs> Jokes are hard to come by in the comedy class. It's it's been going okay. I think I think uh, it's getting maybe people are getting more chemistry with one another, and it's it's getting better. It's our it's our it's gone by fast. It's our last last show, uh, our showcase next Wednesday. So, uh, any listeners, if you uh, you know you're in the Milwaukee area, want to come to a free comedy show, uh, let me know. Jordan, of course, uh, you'll be making the drive up, so I'll see you there. I already bought first class tickets, actually. Okay, flying first class up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, it's it's been fun. Um, yeah, it's you know, Jordan, I, I just like to be creative. What can I say? <laughs> That's why we do what we do. That's right. Uh, yeah. And you said you wanted to talk about Tim Allen on uh, the Masked Singer, or no? <laughs> you had mentioned that. Uh, I hope he really wasn't on that. Also, I do wonder what his singing chops are like. But yeah, I think you found that article, but then you were wary to learn more about the Masked Singer because you just kind of want to avoid it. So, yeah, I um, I don't think I, it's a bad move by you by any means. Avoiding it, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems to have a big following. I don't know. I guess everything can have a following. You know, that's what I'm learning. <laughs> Was it Super Bowl night that they were playing that after the Super Bowl or something? Well, I couldn't watch Super Bowl this year because <laughs> someone had to. Get, someone decided to get married. <laughs> Sorry day. to bring that up. You know, I was looking at the next wedding that you're going to be attending, and I'm pretty bummed because I don't think we're going to be able to meet each other again. Well, let's talk. We got to take that offline because I can't handle I can't handle that kind of stress and tears on on the pod live. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, Mass Singer. I was trying to do some research because, uh, you know, I've been, uh, you know, maybe my attention hasn't been on the podcast as much lately. Ouch. Um, so, yeah, when your sorry. attention isn't on the podcast, I mean, it's not on me, and it hurts so, my feelings. So, really sorry. And that's why I wanted to make it up to you by coming up with some really good opening banter. Um, you know, I've had some Hall of Fame ideas in the past. Um, you want to relive those? Well, I'd have to think of them first, and I can't remember Wisdom. any of them. That was an opening banter, though. I'm talking opening banter, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, here's a good one. The True Crime Home Improvement <laughs> Podcast spinoff. <laughs> McGurn boys, where are they now? That was a good idea. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did some research. I couldn't find anything. But, yeah, there are rumblings that Tim Allen is, uh, he's, he's uh, the masked taco on Masked Singer. And I don't know enough about the show to know what that means. And like you said, I knew that if I brought it up, which I guess I ultimately am bringing it up. <laughs> Uh, I knew that if I brought it up, I was going to have to learn more, and I didn't want to learn more, so I, I'm getting into it, but I don't really want to get into it. You're going to okay? get into it, but you're going to get out right now. Yeah. There's also speculation that the taco could be Bob Saget. Uh, someone said it was LeBron James. I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not LeBron James. He's not doing the mass Singer uh, during the season. Too much going on. Is that one of the? Is it like a live thing every week? I'm going to not not, answer your question, (laughs) but I'm going to say this. Do you think Tim Allen and LeBron James have ever been confused before in any other avenues of life? (laughs) It's got to be like a very specific circumstance. Yeah, yep. It's got to be something where they're both in, you know, unrecognizable costumes. But also you think like the costume height difference would be kind of a a dead giveaway too. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because Tim Allen's like, he's only like 6'7", right? And LeBron's (laughs) 6'8". Yeah, it's very noticeable. (laughs) All right. Uh, here's what I do want to get into. Okay. All right. You ready to hear it? I, I think so. Verbal confirmation, please. Um, no. So I kind of backed my way into sort of a March Madness bracket thing on our Twitter, and I'm just oh, going to kind of no. I'm kind of embrace it. All right. So um, I was just sort of messing around the other night, and uh, I wanted to find out. Uh, who the most beloved character was on Home Improvement. So I posted three different polls with four characters each. So there are 12 characters. Um, And this week is the first of three rounds. So I have the winners here already. Wow. Um, Yeah. You said you weren't dedicated to the podcast, but... Well, I'm not going to announce the winners until uh, later on in the show. But what's going to happen is we're going to take the top four uh, vote recipients, and that's going to be round two. And then we're going to take the final two and put them, um, yeah, in the finals. So uh, if I would have thought this out, I probably would have done it a little bit differently. But like I said, it's March, March Madness. Everybody's doing a friggin' bracket in some way or another. I've seen soup brackets for crying out loud, so why shouldn't we get on the fun? It's funny because the bracket stuff really hasn't even started yet, too. I know, I'm so early. I'm ahead of the game for once. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what's going to happen, and um, I'll tell you who everybody is right now. I, I maybe made some questionable choices with who I included versus who I didn't include, but I don't want to hear about it, okay? It's what we call a conference upset, you know? Some yeah. people make right. it in that you don't expect. So here are the, here are the options, and there's okay. not seatings or anything. This is just like Twitter polls. Tim, Mark, Heidi, Brad, Wilson, Al, Marty, Benny... Jill, Randy, Harry, Bud. 
Wow. Who should I not have included there, Who, in your opinion? Probably should not have included Bud, right? I was going to say probably Bud's on his way out. Yeah. I mean, if I know you said that you're not seeding things, but if you did, I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. Benny's either in the play-in game or he's just a straight 16 seed. Benny is, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, what, what's who's Austin P? Gardner Webb or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's round one, and like I said, I already have the results, so... Um, I can't wait to hear about it in about 40 minutes. Yeah, in about 40 minutes, yeah, so get excited. I mean, is was the, talking about this better than talking about Tim Allen as the taco? I didn't know, <laughs> so I did both, um, and that made all the difference. So, wow. Jordan, let's get in the episode. All right, well, that's quite quite the entrance into this episode. Episode 170. We're desperately seeking Willow. And this one is written, I think last episode was a, I forget the guy's name, but it was the first time he'd ever written an episode for Home Improvement. Mm -hmm. Same thing here. We got Jennifer Fisher. She does two episodes total. This is her first. Seven uh, writing credits to her name. Not a lot of stuff. Like, she didn't do, like, you know, 40 episodes of one show. She did a couple Ellen episodes, and she did your favorite, an episode of The Bill Ingvall Show. Here's your sign. That's where Jennifer Lawrence got her start. Wow. Here's your shine. Uh, do you? Here's your shine. Here's your shine. They call it the shining. <laughs> Danny, come play with us. Oh, I mean, we could probably spend a lot of time talking about them boys uh, that were so popular. I guess that was like, I guess we were in high school, right? When it was. What are you talking about? Bill Engvall and. Oh, um, yeah. Blue collar comedy. Blue collar comedy. That's who it is. We grew up in a pretty blue-collar place, so yeah, they were popular. They were very popular. All right, uh, they call me Tater Salad. This aired March seventeenth, nineteen ninety-eight. If you had to pick one, who's who, which? Which one's your favorite? You who know, you, uh, when that first came out, I did like. Of course, you did the Tater Salad guy, Ron. Oh, you something. did. Yeah, I don't know why he he got me the most. Then, I would say probably Bill Ingvall. I don't know. Okay, guess who my favorite is? The guy who plays Toe Mater. Of course. Yeah, it's Larry. Larry, Larry the, cable, the guy. cable guy. Yeah, Tell Mater. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, yeah, I like him. Uh, I like his film, The Health Inspector. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Cars. I've never seen Cars. <laughs> I like his live action films. Cars one, two, and three. Yeah. Oh man, I heard the third one is the thir- three times the fun. Adam, I bet you're wondering the title reference because I had no idea. I just thought it was a bad title. But uh, this episode title references Desperately Seeking Susan, a 1985 film starring Roseanne, Rosanna Arquette and Madonna. Yep, I haven't seen it. I haven't even heard of it till today, or yesterday, or whenever I watched this episode. Big Madonna fan? Material um, girl? I'm actually not a big Madonna fan, I, but it's less about Madonna and more just kind of about my ignorance. I, I've never, I don't really know a lot about her. I've seen some movies she's been in. Um, and they're okay, and I and I know a couple of songs. You know, I like that she's from Bay City, same as the KMB boys. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Do you think that's too. why they? Do you think that's why they named it that? It all, it all ties together, I think. I heard that uh, Rock and uh, Madonna used to date, <laughs> or maybe it was Dwayne. <laughs> it was definitely Dwayne. Uh, yeah, I I remember growing up, my parents had like four distinct CDs that I remember them playing, besides mm-hmm. yeah. like my dad's whole collection of smooth jazz. <laughs> your dad's nickname was smooth jazz if i recall uh dauber that's what you're thinking um michael jackson canceled sorry madonna Next. she's okay gloria estefan okay and r kelly oh god 
<laughs> I don't remember. Maybe it was only three. Those are the ones that I probably like Frank Sinatra, remember. right? Mm, I mean, I remember my mom having Michael Bublé, but that was when I was a little older. It was oh, like moms loved Bublé in the mid two thousands. <laughs> oh my god, my mom did too. Uh, he is feeling good. Um, <laughs> I mean, besides that, an oldies ninety art was it? Yeah, ninety six point one or something. Yes. Now, now defunct, but uh, don't remind me. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were jamming to in the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately for Madonna, I only can really think consistently of her song that is like one, probably one of her worst songs. Where it's, I think it was in a Bond movie. Um, the we've only got four minutes to save the world with Justin oh, Timberlake. Oh, Justin Timberlake, which is, yeah, yeah, which is a bad song, but yeah, that's a Timberland joint, I think. You know, Madonna, she's gonna be okay. I think she is. Yeah, I know she's a listener, so I'm sorry about what I said. Are you, are you going to update our Twitter profile to have Madonna be one of our biggest beloved fans? By, beloved by Joe Biden. That's <laughs> taken on a whole new meaning since we started you the show. You didn't expect that, did you? I should probably change it. It's probably alienating her. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably. I'm throw think throw Madonna that. in there. You can't put yeah, any political help. figure in there anymore because you're going to alienate one side or the other. I know. I should take out Joe Biden, actually. I'll do Hunter Biden. People like him. <laughs> All right, let's do some alternative titles. I have do you three. think that's why Zachary Ty Bryan was never on the podcast? Because it says Joe Biden. It would be funny to know if that's had any impact on anything. I doubt, very, I think very few people read that. Do you think we should do a Patreon poll for, for people who support us? Maybe they can pick the celebrity that likes us. No, no one would vote. I'm going to change it today. No, I'm going to change it before the month of April, and let's just see how, see if the numbers change. I would change it now after Super Tuesday. I'm going to change it today, and then we're going to see if the numbers change. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, I have three alternative titles. How many do you have? Five. All right. Well, go ahead then. <sighs> Worried about Willow. Aren't we all? <laughs> Last appearance of Willow, so you better have something to say about her at the end. <sighs> All right. Um, my first one is nervous breakdown. <laughs> That's pretty good. Maroc. Oh no, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the oh no too much lately, but not enough if you ask me. <laughs> All right. What a gas. What a gas? Yeah. Oh, because of Tim's stomach, yeah. Well, okay. Tim's stomach, but also the the bug bombing that they do. Oh, wow. Forgot about that. Yep. Four leaf, stay over. St. <laughs> Patty. I couldn't think of a St. Patty's one, so I'm, I'm not uh, mad at you. I barely did. Well, you did. You made it. All right. Uh, my last one is, you can find me in the club, bottle full of bugs. We'll keep going. Yeah. Uh, you don't want any of that. Two left Be- Beloved by 50 Cent. That's what you should put in there. Uh, that would alienate. <laughs> Unfortunately, that would probably also alienate. Um, two left here. A couple good ones here. Dirk Nopanski. <laughs> that's for basketball fans only. <laughs> yeah, NBA heads only. Well, that's good. That's great. And uh, pretty simple. It's said in the episode, but I really want to draw attention to it. Mark's big hole. <laughs> uh, I did write. I didn't end up coming up with something, 
but I, I, I wrote down an alternative title to begin with. I just wrote Hole, because I was like, man, they talk about that hole so much that it has to be an alternative title. Couldn't work anything out there, but Mark's we'll get, big we'll get hole. To Mark hasn't had a lot going on lately, but he gets a couple of big hole lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's been about ten episodes since Mark killed his parents, and now he's all about holes. Yeah. That's where he's going to put them. That's right. Call him Shia LaBeouf, because he's out there digging holes. <laughs> all right we're on tool time it's the salute to saint patty's day i mean they're as tool time is it's just decked out to the nines you've got green everywhere uh i didn't see any leprechauns necessarily but four leaf clover is all that good stuff and thank god for it you didn't see any leprechauns because woo scary uh all right um gonna be a long episode i can already tell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i got some things going on yeah i'd say, I'd say you definitely do uh they've already destroyed seamus's antique collection so mm-hmm. poor guy we i don't know how often they've done like post-disaster but this is one where they did so a couple times um it's interesting because it's already a pretty long opening scene so i guess i'm glad they did that it was long um I guess I like when they do this, because it means they have a little bit of trust in the audience, which Home Improvement seldom does. So. After 170 episodes. Yeah, right. Uh, well, you know why they got rid of the, the accident? Because they had to bring on some special guests. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it's they been, did. It's been a long time since we heard uh, or seen the K&B boys. I, we you, both. Heard and seen. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, Do you remember last time they were on air? I had it pulled up. Keep talking and I'll find out. So they come out. They're also decked uh, decked out in the green. I think Pete has some like nice suspenders on, all this good stuff. Green helmets, of course. That's that's yeah. fitting for today, or that day. Uh, big holiday for the K&B no, boys. Today, too. Today. Too. Really, all of March, yeah, right? It's important, yeah. Yeah, you're wearing green every day. Uh, it's a big holiday, like Christmas and Friday. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were just talking about that at the start of the episode, actually. How Friday is such an important day. Uh, how they, they talk about how they celebrate. They bring out, like, a green toolbox. And inside, there's much, much more than just a green toolbox. They have a traditional mm. Irish feast. Some corned beef, cabbage, potatoes, stews. It turns yeah, it's, out... It's, it's bad. It's pretty bad. It turns out some of the stews have been mixed in with oil. I Let's mean, just get them singing faster. You know, like, we don't need this. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it remind me of... Uh, in Lansing, there was this Irish place called Clada. Oh, man. They made a mean Monte Cristo. Really? I mean, yeah, Monte Cristo is notoriously Irish. Yeah, I don't know why they had it there necessarily. But <laughs> because people don't, most people don't just want to have Irish food. Gotta, yeah, they have it there in Benigan's, like the pseudo-Irish places. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm still looking to see if this is... Uh, That's all right. So, like you said, get them singing faster. They came to sing some Irish folk songs, which apparently they do so often. They regale the crowd with Mountain Dew, which I kind of thought hey, they would... You know, I think we should play a clip of Mountain Dew, because the fence stuff in this episode isn't that good. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. And then I, I can answer your question about the last time we saw the K&B Boys. So, this is a clip of the K&B Boys classic song. Mountain That's no- number four on the charts. It's me, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. This, is, this is Mountain Dew. Hey guys, why don't you tell the audience why you really came down here? Well, Tim, during breaks up on the high steel, we like to sing traditional Irish folk songs. Mm-hmm. I love Irish music. It's magically delicious. <laughs> 
And I like it too. <laughs> well, perhaps then we should regale you with one of our most captivating numbers entitled Mountain Dew. Go ahead. <laughs> I need my guitar, please. Alrighty. Here you go, Letty. Uh, thank you, Lassie. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys from K&B. <laughs> The K&B Boys with Mountain Dew. Um, Did you ever hear the Casey Kasem, like, cursing out people or whatever? Did you ever hear that one? Is it, like, a a video or something? I think it it might just be audio, but it's like a... Is it fake or is it real? I'm pretty sure it's real. It's pretty wild. Well, I don't know. You know, you don't want to meet your heroes, and I don't know if I want to learn more about (laughs) Casey Kasem's dark side, because I've always looked up to him, but... um, Okay, so K&B Boys... Last appeared in 1997's Pump You Up. I believe that was the one... What was that one? Brad gets pumped up because he is like getting a scout come or something like that for soccer. Are you and, sure? Yeah, and Tim keeps pumping him up. Oh, you're right. So they were in that? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I mean, it's 98, 97, so it was last season probably. Yeah. Uh, huh. That surprises me. You are right. That was that episode. But before that, they hadn't been on for like two years. They were in um, Super Bowl fever. And this will be the last time we see them until the finale. Wow. All right. Well, hopefully Mountain Dew holds everybody over. (laughs) Usually when I was young, it just gave me dry mouth and kind of made me have to pee. Oh, it uh, made me pretty hyper. I feel like there was lots of caffeine. It was my favorite uh, pop for a while. I like this song. Soda for those down south. Sure, Jordan, yeah. Um, I like this song, but I found that I couldn't... You know, it's like a proto-Dropkick Murphys, kind of. They sounded a lot like Dropkick Murphys. I don't even know what you're saying right now. Dropkick Murphys. Is that a mass Singer joke? No, it's a famous, <laughs> like, Irish band. Okay. You know them. Do I? Everybody knows Dropkick Murphys. You keep saying it, but... I'm gonna do a poll, and you're gonna... Oh, gosh, you're gonna be in the minority. Is it gonna um, be like when I have those old archaic sayings that you've never heard of? They have songs on Madden, so you know they're famous. Um, oh, wow. I probably will know I couldn't really then. understand the K&B boys. Me I neither. The, yeah, it was the hard. The acoustics were kind of bad, maybe. Did you understand Heidi and Al doing a jig, though? Heidi really can really could do that. I was impressed by both of them, honestly. Heidi, for sure, but Al even could hold his own quite a bit. I didn't notice Al holding his own. I noticed him falling and oh. getting green, green paint on his face. And then there's a great Al Green joke by Tim. Yeah, that was... It was all right. I mean, I'm always happy to see the K&B boys in any capacity. This was no different. Um, but You're always yeah, happy I... to see Diggs. Or Diggs, well. Jigs being danced. Or Diggs. Diggs oh, being holes, janced as well. Holes being digged. <laughs> Harry Ludini? Ludini Harry? <laughs> Mark's big hole. Always, yeah, always <laughs> is, is pleasing to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Next scene. Uh, it's a long open. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's a good, like, four-minute opening scene, it seems like. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, 
it kind of sets down for a weird episode, which is, I would say this was a weird episode. Side Yard. This is, is this also a Discs 3 episode? Less so than the last one, but still yeah, up there. In, a, in a way. This is, is the definitely. anchor of Discs 3. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what happened in the last episode, to be honest, so I can't really comment. But all right, Jill's working on planting uh, bulbs. Tim has the Bulb Blaster, oh. which um, is a like a spud gun for bulbs, I guess. Yeah. Um, he shoots one into the ground, and he says, okay, see you in Beijing. I don't know. Yeah, sucks. Um, <laughs> Wilson you provides delivered bas- it pretty well, though. Oh, yeah, I sold it. Yeah, <laughs> I should have been on the show. Wilson provides a basket of Irish goodies. Um, he's going to... Dublin, Ohio. Dublin, Ohio, to meet up with... A- I kind of missed why. Meeting with a friend, I'm sure that Dublin has some, you know, Irish roots just being the name, and so they probably do a St. Paddy's Festival. Is that a real place? Dublin, Ohio, yes. Driven by it a bunch of times on the way down here. Never stopped? Stopped to get food a couple times. Okay. Everything's everything's Irish there. (laughs) I didn't notice it, but just by the name you would assume It probably is, yeah. It's like Hell, Michigan, you know, kind of a gimmick. Um, (laughs) I think those are different. What's a gimmick, though? Nonetheless, gassing the bats. Uh, Wilson has bats in his place, and, and while he's gone, he's going to gas. He's going to gas the place. He's going to have a guy come in and take care of it. Um, Willow is still around, believe it or not. Surprise! She's not mentioned very often, um, and uh, she needs a place to stay. Uh, why Wilson feels the need to sort of uh, propose this is, is sort of beyond me. The episode can't decide... Uh, well, Will's 26. That's what I'm trying to get at here. So she should be able to take care of this herself. But uh, Wilson asked if he could st- she could stay with the Taylors. Um, Jill agrees. Willow comes out. She also agrees. Um, the scene ends with a joke I didn't really understand. They see Nick the Exterminator and his body's shaking. Is it because of the gas? Yeah. Do we? Is that a known thing that gas will make you shake? I don't know. I guess it's probably... Gas will make you shake. Sounds like a song. <laughs> I think it's just uh, maybe one of the jokes around that profession. Maybe I'll have to ask Cliff when he comes over next time. Hey, any gassers out there <laughs> listening to the show? Let us know. Is that a is that a hazard of the job? Well, I'm, well, Willow here. You know, you going back to what you're talking about as far as like her setting this up versus Wilson setting it up. She is setting a plan in motion, but Wilson doesn't want her to stay with her friends because they're weird oh, yeah. and trouble and all those other things. So yeah. I think that's kind of the impetus here. This episode is anti hippie. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Later. I'll do it. I'll do it. Keep going. Uh, I'm doing a roll, Willow. Uh, makes a Moroccan dinner, which for the Taylors is very foreign. Everyone's eating uh, on the floor uh, in the living room because it's Moroccan, and they're trying to emulate that sort of... Uh, Whose suggestion was that, do you think? Willow or the Taylors? Probably Willow, I'll say. I doubt they would have even known to do that. Uh, the boys are all in their best behavior because they're trying to impress Willow. Uh, Tim loves the food, and Willow promises massages later. Wow. Those massages could lead to some trouble. <laughs> couple different ways um <laughs> well especially we talk about willow's chemistry with tim that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying i thought you were talking um, about the boys to begin with neither one uh willow's gonna meet some friends at the club tonight um you can find me in home. the club yes jordan she might be home by midnight um but you know it's okay because she's 26 so we're not that worried about it but 
They offer her the keys to the Healy. Um, that's where it all goes wrong. And that's where it all goes wrong. And the kids, uh, she leaves. She's she's happy. She's having a good time. And the kids, they stop showing off for her. And they say, hey, you clean up, clean up your own dinner, guys. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they say it just like that. But then Tim threatens them with the bowl blaster, and they finish cleaning the dishes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty satisfying uh, bringing back that bulb blaster from last scene. Huh? It was good to have the bulb blaster come back because sometimes you get something like that and you say, "Oh, I really like this. I hope I see this later." Um, and and they immediately what... did. You know, it probably costs so much to get that bulb blaster that you would really hate to just waste it for one scene. You know? Yeah. Does it come back again? I think it has its own episode. All right. Okay. Well, isn't the finale? Sort of built around uh, Al marrying the ball blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene. Uh, all right. uh, later, it's 2 a.m. and Jill is waiting up for Willow. Tim comes down. He's having indigestion. Really uh, brought me back to those clip episodes where they have some Polish food from Hamtramck. Yeah. And uh, Tim, I guess he just can't eat anything unless it's like... You know, Tim, as a guy that has a sensitive stomach, me... Uh, learn from your mistakes. Just know you can't do that. Well, I don't know that he's ever had Moroccan. I th- was the problem that he ate too much? Just, just know it's exotic, and uh, it's not going to work for you. I can't blame him for trying different stuff, though. All right, man. Well, I'm, uh, I think the problem... I don't know. I think I guess the problem is probably he's always eating too much. Yeah, he does, like... I mean, that's part of that scene that we didn't really talk about. He's, like, shoving shoving everything in his mouth. All right, so Jill and Tim are talking. What if something's going on with Willow? Jill is trying to do her, you know, psychoanalyst analysis on Willow, Mm -hmm. as she does with basically anyone who's not... Well, actually, anyone who's on the show. Not just... I was going to say outside the Taylor family, but it's everybody. Any person Jill interacts with, she tries to analyze. That's right. In Willow comes, and they ask how how to go. Uh, she tells a story about Dirk Nopansky. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Dirk couldn't get into the club because his, his pants were weird, apparently. And so he took off his pants, and everyone took off their plant, pants. And I wonder if this is the same bouncer, Lance, that we see later. But Lance apparently let him in the club, or whoever. I assumed it was, but then I, they didn't. we didn't get that joke later. I thought Tim was going to take off his pants. They were really setting that up. Yeah, didn't happen. Phone rings. It's for Willow. It's Dirk. And Willow mm-hmm. is off to have breakfast with Dirk. It's 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's not time for breakfast. It's time for fourth meal. I guess you're going <laughs> to fourth meal. <laughs> I guess you go to a diner, 24-hour diner. That's get it? Taco uh, Bell. Yeah, I don't know. At this point in the episode, Jill... Jill's uh, worrying is kind of irrational. I mean, I guess you could be concerned because she has your car. Yeah, but like the it's like still stay- a little early for that. The staying up late and stuff. It's like, well, just I mean, I don't know. This is like a, an adult person that you said could stay with you as long as they're not making a ton of noise when they come in or leave. Like, really, shouldn't be a problem here. And you, knowing Willow, you shouldn't be surprised by this behavior, really. So yeah, I wouldn't. You would think she wouldn't be concerned until like, let's say. 10 in the morning or something and Willow's not back but exactly right Jordan next day at noon uh, Willow still isn't back so this is when you do get concerned and Jill is Tim is not but I wrote down this is pretty inconsiderate because we mentioned she's borrowing the Taylor car and the only problem with it is that she at this point that she has the car correct that's it yeah otherwise still like whatever this is just the person staying at your house until then there's another problem because the phone rings it's Dirk and he Mm -hmm. Willow never met up 
Yeah. He waited 10 hours to call. He waited 10 hours for her to show up and then called the Taylor house. <laughs> He's still there. At the, I've had 64 cups of coffee. <laughs> she's not here. And five Denver omelets, and she's not coming. I'm shaking like I'm an exterminator. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, seriously. That would have been good. Um, Randy comes yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. He's Sorry. got a really big, uh, big line here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You lost Wilson's niece? Oh, man. Yep. That's it, right? That's the end of that scene. Uh, What did I write? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I I think, like... (laughs) Is this when you can't understand your notes again? It's pretty messy. I think that... uh, I don't know what I was going to say. You had a thought. Well, yes, I did. Concern over breakfast is legitimate, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, I think once she doesn't show up for that breakfast and her friend calls and it means, like, she's been out all night and no one knows where she is, that's when it's okay to be concerned. Frankly, that, I'm concerned. <laughs> this is the last time we ever see Willow, so, hey, you, you better you save your thoughts till the end. Uh, they have, like, a family meeting where they <laughs> sort of discuss how they're going to get Willow back. The old um, Taylor family meeting. Yeah, those are good. Good. I wish they would have said family meeting, everybody meet up. I remember that was a popular thing shows did in the 90s where they'd be like, all right, guys, we're having a family meeting. Did you have family meetings ever? Never in my life have I had a family meeting. You? You Uh, probably have. A couple. I don't remember. I bet they weren't good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember the context or what we talked about. Um, Family meeting is like someone is like (laughs) your parents are getting divorced or like. We're moving. yeah, or like someone, yeah, someone did something they shouldn't. Some, yeah, someone smoked marijuana. And we got to find out who. Exactly right. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, maybe my mom will remember when she hears this. She'll talk about what her family meetings <laughs> were about. She just she just spills her heart about all the family meetings. We um, talked about this. It was a great meeting. I have the notes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You follow Robert Rules of Order in those, in those family <laughs> meetings. Um, okay. Uh, they need to find. This is a very Wait, 90s. this is when the boys offer their options of how they find Willow. Oh, go ahead. I don't know if I wrote this down. Oh, I know you did because Mark gives his suggestion of You know, I didn't write the whole thing down until the second time. Oh, okay. So, Brad and Randy their ideas are, you know, maybe she's at a friend's and the, the other one says maybe she's working. Don't know where she works. Um, but Well, earlier in the episode she says it's nice to make food for people you don't hate or something. So maybe she's uh, like a cook. Yeah, cuz you can't mean Wilson. Detective Dietz on the case. Hey. <laughs> I should have been helping him find Willow. Yeah. All right. Well, Mark at this point offers maybe she fell in a big hole. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You think it's a legit thing? That um, I mean, I've been I've been around. Royal Mind Oak you, this is before a cell phone, so she couldn't just call people to tell Even that she now, was in a hole. If you fall in a hole and you have a cell phone, it's a problem because of service. <laughs> Unless you have Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's true. I don't think... <laughs> depends on how big the hole is, I guess, for service. Cause well, who, what, what kind of a hole has Wi-Fi? <laughs> uh, maybe somebody's got a hotspot nearby. Okay, that is yeah, that could happen. But again, I think you're, we're kind of getting back to... Yeah, maybe. Maybe you have a shit ton of data. <laughs> Gonna use it in that hole. Get yourself out. I don't know. We all don't have unlimited data plans like you, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Check your privilege. Okay, fine, I will. <laughs> right. yeah. So they they basically come up with a plan. How do we get Dirk's number? 
because Tim had the opportunity and he just hung up. Big mistake by Tim. I'm not sure that this helps a lot anyways, though. No, I mean, I guess they can ask around about, like, where could she be, people that yeah. they know, phone numbers, whatnot. But instead, Tim goes into Wilson's house with, house with a gas mask, uh, comes back. He's pretty amped up. Um, yeah, because they're tr- they want to get her, like, date book or something? Yeah, date book. Yeah. Uh, he, he does find that, and he's... I mean, I don't even really know how to describe the way that he acts after being Loopy. on that gas. Loopy, that's probably good. Uh, she frequents willow and they find out in this date planner she frequents photo booths body piercing shops etc and they start to go to these places with some pictures oh, that are well, in there. so weird <laughs> what a freak brad's pretty bummed because he can't go to the body piercing shop yeah sicko <laughs> brad's a perv little, little perv <laughs> mark okay. i'm surprised mark doesn't want to go to the body piercing shop yeah me too seems like the logical next step I agree. That's the end of the scene, I think. Uh, yeah, they're just like gonna split up and look for clues. Yeah, Jill's gonna stay home though. Jill wants to get everybody else riled up about this, but doesn't want to do any of the work. <laughs> well, she's got to be at the command center, making calls, waiting for Will to call, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you definitely don't want like one of the le- more like the less capable people at home, you know, for that job. Uh, Jill's at home. Tim comes home. Tim kind of talks about all the places he went and experiences he had. Um, he talked to a fortune teller. What a day. What It was a crazy day. He went with Mark. Yeah, that's a duo. What a duo uh, right there. Jill wants to find out, you know, what motivated her to do this? Uh, you know? It's a cry for help, if you ask me. Yeah, Tim says no, she's just selfish. Uh, Mark's big hole theory <laughs> comes up again. <laughs> and, it's uh, very different from a black hole theory, but it is a big hole theory. Do you think when they caught Mark on the coast of San Francisco doing the <laughs> submarine thing, he was researching his big hole? <laughs> I mean, why else would you be in a submarine off the when West Coast? When he said we're Americans, you know, like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that was big hole research. Uh, I don't think we have anything to dispute that. Did you ever see Max Keeble's big hole? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, like, ta- like running thread through this episode by jennifer fisher right the whole jokes kind of like it uh <laughs> kind of like it okay uh tim and jill come up with the idea yes i am uh they're gonna go clubbing is it good done, if, if you thought she was gonna be at the club you should have started with this seemed like the most likely spot but do clubs stay open at like noon no. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not going to pretend to know a lot about like clubbing. It's just not really. It's not something I've done a lot of. Shockingly, you're just more of a down home, go to the bar type of guy, you know. Well, I like raves. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about club life. Not my thing. Loud, crowded, expensive. Too dark. many noises. Too many noises. Too many lights. Uh, Next scene, go ahead, Jordan. We should try to wrap this episode up at some point, too, I think. You think so? <laughs> I'm looking at the clock, and we we had a recent episode that only went like 46 minutes, and, and yeah, we're... They all average out. Tim and that's, Jill, that's they go true. clubbing. Uh, they've been to a few... At least they didn't go to all the clubs here, you know? They just kind of end up at the last club. Tim's sick of going. Uh, Jill goes to the front of the line with her plea and gets in, uh, but Tim, not so much. And well, we let's f- talk about the bartender named Lance. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Played well, by ne- Neil Barton. I mean, you're kind of skipping, but sure. Okay, you go ahead and then tell me when it's time to talk, talk Lance. Because <laughs> first we meet the bouncer and the only person on the show who's ever said that they hate Tool Time, I think. That was interesting. So he's seen it, but he doesn't like it. He hates it. Uh, Tim tries to use, you know, his popularity to get in. It does not work. Then we go inside. There's a lot of cutting, like, inside-outside here. So then we go inside and Jill is talking to the bartender. Talk, talk about the bartender. I was not trying to talk about the bartender. I was trying to talk about the bouncer. Oh, which well, I, which then you, I, you misspoke, eh? Did I say bartender? Correct. Oh, my gosh. What a mistake. Can you edit that out? Because I don't, <laughs> that is I don't, incredibly want, I don't want to embarrassing. get a reputation. Okay. The bouncer is played by Neil Barton. Uh, 25 credits to his name. I'm going to tell you some of the roles he's played in the last five years. Uh, he was on the show Lopez, Prison Guard, Show Rush Hour, Burly Guard, Criminal Minds, Officer, Grey's Anatomy, Police Officer, Real Husbands of Hollywood, Bouncer, Sons of Anarchy, Prison Guard, <laughs> NCIS Los Angeles, Bouncer, Entourage, Security Guard, According to Jim, Burly Cop. So this guy has a type. You yeah, know? typecast here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, it's good to get work, but yeah, that guy, uh, yeah, he, he does a thing, and he does it well. If you keep going, uh, yeah, this is one of the few roles that he actually has a name. He played a security guard in the Drew Carey show, Party what 5 security What other roles guy. do you think he's trying out for? Do you think he's do you think he's exclusively going for those type <clears throat> of roles, or he's trying for, I don't know, uh, lifeguard? I don't... <laughs> I bet he. I bet at this point he's kind of settled into it, and he's yeah. just he's just doing what he can do. Um, unfortunately, he's probably getting aged out of being a bouncer, though. Mm. Kind of older now. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, bartender, you're talking We're about bartender. At the bartender. Yeah, go ahead. I have I have some information on the nerd, but I don't know. Oh man, can't anymore. wait for that. Willow yeah. has been avoiding the Taylors lately. That's what the bartender kind of shares with Jill. The square family that she had to stay with. This is this is dumb. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't come back. So they kind of yeah, just, just brush stupid. it off, I guess. So then we go back outside. Tim is stuck in line with quote unquote a loser, basically. Um, still trying to use his connections to get in. Tim is. He's saying he knows the lions, and it turns out Lance the bouncer played for lions and was cut. So everything Ooh. Tim's working or trying is not working. The uh, nerd is played by T.J. Tyne. He plays Todd. Um, how many credits to his name did you ask? I'll tell you. 78 credits. This guy is still working. Um, 245 episodes of Bones as Jack Hodgins. <laughs> Getting that Bones money. Hey. Hey, you know what? Bones money spends the same as non-Bones money, so yeah. I'd like to have Isn't that Isn't that money. the truth? Um yeah, best known for Bones, Ghost World, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, What Women Want. Hey. Um, he's in a newer TV show on Netflix called Gentified. So, uh, yeah, he, he had a career with <laughs> characters where he had names. He didn't just play Bouncer. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but this guy, uh, there was some nuance to his work. <sighs> nothing more nuanced than Bones. We, <laughs> we, we go back inside. Talk to my archaeologist uncle. <laughs> Back inside, Jill gets pulled into uh, swing dancing, I think it is. And ends yeah, up- by the way, clubs have never, they don't do swing dancing. <laughs> I tell this you that a, much. This is a very spe- specific club that yeah. Willow goes to. And after swinging around a little bit, she bumps into Willow and uh, trades in for a friend. And, you know, this is the conversation that we've been waiting for all episode. Jill's going to oh really gosh, put Willow yeah. in her place. Talks about how she's been looking for her all over town. 
Uh, turns out Willow had chains of plan- change of plans before she met Dirk, and she ended up going bowling with drag queens. You know, Willow just is kind of a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants type of person. She's not a phone person. And Jill says, it's time to grow up. You're 26. Wow. Oof. There's a couple lines here I feel like should have hit harder than they did, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have escalated things pretty quickly, but it does not. Yeah. Willow takes this in stride. And uh, Jill talks about, you want to be around people who care about you, and we care about you. Wilson's family, that makes you family. And that means yeah. a lot to Willow. And she understands and will now pick up a phone. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that something? Um. Yeah, Willow. Sorry, I'm doing some math here. Um, math? Yeah, hey, I got <laughs> Can't talk about it. Um, it's fine. I'm, let me look at my notes. Uh, <laughs> You've really been distracted the last Sorry, about five really minutes. Uh, Jill says she's not. Con- yeah, things get really real. Um, Willow is not apologetic. Also, is like Willow's just been like on a bender. Basically, she just like, hasn't <laughs> been sleeping. She's been like out drinking for days. She she looks fine. Um, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Then the nerd gets in to talk about that. Wow, Adam, I'm so glad you've joined me for the last couple of minutes of this episode. <laughs> Back outside, it's, it's Tim is the last one stuff. in line, and even the loser got in, and he's taunting Tim. Correct. Yeah. Well said. Why don't right, you take do the it. last scene? Uh, it's the only way to keep you involved. I, I'm working on things for this show. Yeah. This is not, well, I'm not doing my own thing. You know what? They can wait. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fence. Uh, I like how you act like me not paying attention during you talking about the final scene of this show is a real problem. <laughs> Adam, listen, I need your constructive feedback, your funny quips, and your notes. And when Fence. I don't get it, it's not as fun. Wilson ate green cheese. Got sick down there in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, Willow and Jill are on one side of the fence. Wilson's on the other. Uh, we find out that since Tim couldn't get into the club, he's become obsessed. Oh. Uh, the obsession, becomes, Tim obsession, we've really seen that late, played out the last... ad to the show, yeah. <laughs> last four episodes, he's the most obsessive character I've ever met. He comes out dressed like a pimp version of Elvis, I would say, sort of. Or just a pimp. I was thinking P. Diddy. Okay. Yeah. Pimp, P. Diddy, Elvis, all one and the same. I guess and, at, uh, this, at this time it was probably Puffy. <laughs> I think it was Snoop Lion. Roll credits fade to black, Mark's hole. Dirk Nopansky. Dirk Nopansky. Jordan, Castle's Corner. What do you think of this one? Uh, It's not very good. Again. You know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're getting to the end of the season here, and this happens a lot with these, these other seasons as well. But things that I liked, um, it's nice to see the K&B boys and didn't know that they could sing and Heidi could do a jig so that was interesting but the whole kind of I mean I think we've talked a little bit about Willow in general and we can kind of give our Willow takes now she's not a real interesting character by any means so having a, uh, a show centered around her isn't particularly fun by any means uh, it was nice to see the Taylor family around the Moroccan makeshift table you know <laughs> yeah it was really nice <laughs> it was really nice it was a kind of a touching moment and what not, but um, Mark's big hole, those jokes pretty good. Mm-hmm. Un- unintentionally, I'm sure. You know, unintentional comedy. But 
I don't know. There's not really anything else that I particularly liked. Willow's inconsiderate in this episode. Even as a 26-year-old, she should know better. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what they could have done to make this more interesting for me because it's centered around Willow. So. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> yeah, the Willow character, just uh, we just shouldn't be building entire episodes around her. If, if they want to have her come in and, and do her kind of, you know, her short sort of... Quirky stuff. Yeah, quirky, weird dialogue, that's fine. But yeah, I just, I didn't really care a ton. Um, Highs, Mark's Hole, obviously, is a high, but also a low because it is underground. Um, (laughs) So uh, you gotta factor that in. Um, I did kind of, I know, I don't, it's not funny, but I did kind of laugh at the end when Tim came out with that outfit on. Yeah, I did too. It's silly. Yeah, like, whatever. Stupid and silly. Um, can't be boys. Anytime I see them, I consider that a win. Although I wish I could have heard them sing a little more clearly. Low is like, yeah, I'm just not a big Willow fan. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There weren't a lot of very good jokes in this one. Uh, the kids don't have much to do. Jill jumping to this concern so fast just kind of seemed dumb. Uh, the club stuff. We're seeing a lot of like bars and clubs this season, which is kind of weird. The uh, Royal Oak nightlife scene is fairly yeah. popular. Yeah, who knew there were so many clubs in Royal Oak? I, I didn't know. Um, no, this episode's not that good. It, it's pretty forgettable. It feels like, you know, you, you're building an episode around a character that you introduced late in the show that nobody really cares about. It just kind of feels like, yeah, the end of uh, a season seven episode. Yeah, or, yeah, an episode that would be at the end of, of a season. So, I don't know. It's not it's not very good. It's hard to build an episode where, like, someone's missing around somebody that nobody really cares is missing. Yeah, and, like, but, and also with a show like this, you don't, th- there just really aren't stakes because, like, right. what's going to happen? Like, you know, she's not going to die. No. Even though you texted me and you said you wish she would have, which is weird. <laughs> Maybe if Wilson would have been mad at the Taylors for some reason. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what would have raised I don't stakes. Think, I don't but... think they can do anything with the Willow to make me that interested, to be honest. Right. Unless she's trying to seduce Tim, and then I'm I'm here for that. Then you're in. What if yeah. uh, Jill would have got kissed at the club by that guy who was dancing with her? We would just continue that thread. For like thread. the tenth time this season. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point, Jill, it's uh, it's you, not them. I gotta say, maybe what should have happened is like this happens really early in the episode, so that Tim gets that club itch, and so the rest of the episode is like Tim and Jill going to the club and just weird stuff that happens to them there. Yeah, that would have been cool, Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of things. Anywho, we don't have to put too much more effort in this. We can move to social media, where you've apparently been spending most of your brain power the last few minutes. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter as well, at Home and Podcast. We're on YouTube. Um, just recently added us to Spotify as well, so we should be coming to a Spotify feed near you. And uh, if you want to get bonus episodes, I think you... this I guess this will be coming out next Wednesday. So a couple days ago, you got to hear a preview of our Kid Nation bonus episode. And if you want access to that and the full episode of that and other bonus episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash home and podcast. And our final plea to you, you know, Adam puts out all these great polls. The least you could do is follow us on Twitter and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. I'm going to change the Joe Biden thing. So just like, stop punishing me. (laughs) Stop punishing Adam. Adam, what's going on on Twitter? 
Well, I'm ready to announce the results. All right, I'm ready to hear round them. one of. We need to name this though. What what do we name it? Um, uh, most beloved home improvement character bracket. That's too long. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe we don't have to come up with it right now. <laughs> no, that might be it. All right. It. Uh, it's just most beloved. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Just like fa- essentially favorite. Favorite favorite home improvement bracket? I don't know. Yeah. We don't, You've we really tied our hands here. A couple of creatives really struggling. Um, <laughs> all right. Jordan, first poll. My favorite home improvement character is 23 total votes. It was weird also because there were... Well, you'll see. 23 total votes for this one. Uh, options were Mark, Heidi, Brad, Tim. Any predictions? Uh, I want you to predict to me who you think got first and who you think got last for okay. each one. Tim gets first, and who were who were the other three? I heard Mark and Brad. Who was the oh, other Oh, what one? are you doing? Something else? Not paying attention? No, you just listed uh, everybody off very quickly. Tim, Mark, Heidi, Brad. Least favorite, probably Mark. I, I think people. Well, no, that's only zero percent said Mark. Yeah, eight point seven percent said Heidi. Eight point seven percent said Brad. Eighty-two point six percent said Tim. <sighs> that's a landslide. That is. Um, and again, I didn't put a lot of thought into how I broke these up. So for better or worse, these are the results. Uh, I nothing surprises me about this. I would have thought maybe Brad would have gotten more votes. I almost said that Heidi would. You know, kind of put yeah. a competition for Tim, so I'm not surprised by that. Okay. My favorite home improvement character, poll two of three, 26 total votes. Whoa, people are slightly more interested. Here's the options. Okay. Wilson, Al, Marty, Benny. Who do you think got first? Who do you think got last? Benny's last. Wilson's first. 3.8% said Marty. Whoa. 3.8% said Benny. Whoa. 38.5% said Wilson, 53.8% said Al. Mm. All right. Call that, do you call that a, is your bracket busted? <laughs> I wouldn't say my bracket's busted, but that is a top flight competition there between Al and Wilson. So oh. do, does Wilson not advance? Here's what I, you're going to have to find. That's what I was doing the math for, Jordan. You'll find out in a second. <laughs> okay. Pull three of three. Okay. My favorite home improvement character is, options are, Bud, Harry, Randy, Jill. Okay, uh, Randy's first, and Bud is last. 2.8% said Bud. 16.7% said Harry. 36.1% said Randy. 44.4% said Jill. Oh, man. Okay, Who'd so the cat what does vote this for, mean? though? What? I heard your cat. Who'd the cat vote for? Uh, Bud. <laughs> Obviously, she was the lone Bud vote. <laughs> and now she's sleeping. She just wanted to voice her. Voice her All right, so that means, based on my math, uh, I took the total number of votes for the second place finisher in each bracket and divided it. Uh, so, in the finals, we will have, in the semifinals, rather, Jill, Randy, Al, Tim. No Wilson. It's tough. When you throw Randy in there, yeah. He's just so beloved. I thought I probably would have predicted this for, although I think I maybe would have said Wilson over Randy. Mm. I don't think you're wrong either way. It's just not Wilson's year. You know, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe when I do this again next year. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done this with secondary characters, but maybe. Well, maybe we should that. actually just make a bracket. I know I thought about that, but I couldn't come up with that many. Oh, I think together we could figure 64 home improvement characters out. 
Uh, we'll do it next year after the podcast is done, and we'll just, we'll just throw it somewhere. Deal? Doesn't seem like it'll I get much. I can't get you to commit to anything. Doesn't seem like there will be much traction for that. Yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, other than that, um, let's say that's it. There's, I mean, there's some other stuff going on, um, but uh, the, you know, the the most beloved home improvement character bracket for March is is really the big thing right now. So. And it will be until. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, sorry. <laughs> um, forgot about these. Okay. <laughs> It's kind of like your mind is in two places. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I'm all screwed up, man. Um, I told uh, Twitter. Hey, I guess that means I tweeted it. <laughs> I told Twitter. <laughs> you started yelling, hey, Twitter. I said the next person to positively re- review us on Apple Podcasts wins a pair of Jordan's cargo shorts while supplies last. Did anybody review us? Uh, I, I know you got a lot of cargo shorts. I actually don't own any cargo shorts. Yeah, right, I've seen you. I've seen you in them. <laughs> no, you haven't. I have khaki shorts. Those are different. <laughs> well, while you're figuring that out, um, another poll: Home Improvement could use less. Twenty-three total votes. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'll give you the options: <laughs> White dudes, jokes about Jill's cooking, sex at the end of episodes. Mark's friend, Ronnie. 23 total votes. 4.3% said white dudes. Right amount of white dudes. Uh, 30.4% said Mark's friend, Ronnie. 30.4% said sex at the end of episodes. 34.8% said jokes about Jill's cooking. I think that's about right. There's too many jokes about her cooking. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Seth weighed in. uh, Saginaw cheese. And he said some things about Jill's cooking. Um... <laughs> I couldn't really tell which way he was standing on that. Home improvement could use more. Twenty-seven total votes. Options are drugs, swearing, <laughs> sex, ghosts. Zero percent said drugs. Twenty-nine point six percent said swearing. Thirty-three point three percent said ghosts. Thirty-seven percent said sex. I feel like we got enough sex. I said ghosts, definitely. It's funny because in the last poll, people have had enough of sex. In this poll, they want more sex. So it's very, uh, very you know, polarized. Our, as divisive as our nation, Jordan. Very uh, polarized. Ghosts is my favorite entry into this list. I learned that through these polls that we like the amount of white people. We don't want more diversity on this show. Not we, the, the listeners, and we also don't want drugs. So. I guess that that means they like home improvement as it is. A show about white people that don't do drugs. But we would like slightly a little bit more ghosts. More ghosts and sex. Ghost sex? Well... (laughs) Twofer. Did I ever tell you... Oh, man. Not this episode. Okay, never mind. I was going to tease a story about a kid on my bus that said he had sex with a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. What are we covering next week? I don't know. <laughs> do you want me after to do a, you, whole, a whole solo pod on the kid that said I was going to say, after you ghost? do that episode, or after you bring that up, I don't know if we can talk about an episode. Uh, we're going to be covering the right stuff. Oh, yeah. I know what happens in this one. It's going to be fun. It's a mystery for me. All right. Uh, Jordan, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Listeners, thank you for listening. And I guess I should say, take care. Take care, everybody.